0: Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. News, information, comment, little bit of everything, right after this important message. Well, I'm sure you're going to be able to echo my words. It was another great day in church yesterday. Really? I mean, how was it? I had such a wonderful time as usual. The things I learned in Sunday school, learned about talking to my soul, as David did in Psalm 45. Yeah, you can talk to your soul. That was good. And we had a lot of fun, a lot of laughter in the fellowship time, and God moved in a mighty way in the main service yesterday at the cross in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I pray that you can say that about your church and that you're moving forward to the glory of God. Are you? Make sure you're in a good Bible, believing Bible teaching church. You're not. Well, find one and get in it and begin to serve and learn, my friend. God is so good all the time. I continue to say what a big deal the weekend is for me, especially Sunday, in being with God's people. And I'm sure that you feel the same way. Amen. What in the world is going on? Firearms enthusiast, are you one? In Oregon, they're flocking to gun stores as they wait to find out whether a federal judge is going to delay the start of a strict permit-to-purchase law before Thursday's deadline. Gun store owner Carl Derheimer said the parking lot has been a disaster. The side streets around our place have been a disaster. People everywhere. Measure 114 passed with 50.6% of the vote last month. How does that happen? It bans ammunition magazines capable of holding more than ten rounds and mandates and all that other nonsense. Hey, really, doesn't this have to be blatantly unconstitutional? Okay, this is why I said where is my gun? Guns, give me lots of guns. What in the world is happening there? Gonna be one of the goes through one of the strictest gun control laws of the nation. That's what's facing the National Rifle Association backed legal challenges. As a federal judge prepares to decide Thursday, two former Oregon lawmakers, a sporting goods store, the National Shooting Sports Foundation, and the Oregon State Shooting Association, which is really the NRA's state affiliate, filed this lawsuit arguing that this this measure places severe and unprecedented burdens on those seeking to exercise their Second Amendment rights. It's coming. Uh, trying to take out uh, the bad guys trying to rule. In America, every day, something like this. See, this is the kind of thing that's happening, and a lot of even Christians fear Uh, a court case is developed in Missouri that raises the question of whether county officials are allowed to retaliate against moms and dads of a victim of abuse by one of its own employees. The situation is that of a 15-year-old boy who was sexually abused by a deputy in Scott County, Missouri, The parents threatened to sue the county because it allowed that deputy, who had been disciplined in previous employment situations, to have a job period and the authority of that deputy in the county. And according to a report from the Institute of Justice, which is working on the case on behalf of the family, then a few weeks later, the family heard a knock at the front door and found a juvenile officer and two highway patrol officers accompanying a child welfare investigator from Scott County's Children's Division. The welfare investigator informed the parents that they were being formally investigated for child neglect, claiming that an anonymous source called the state's child abuse tip line and reported this family. Wow. Just kind of the world today. The new America. A flood of, yeah, probably no surprise, but just one of those little things you don't want to talk about. China is rapidly building a large force of space weapons. Yes, they are, including sophisticated anti-satellite missiles, lasers, jammers, orbiting killer robots, and cyber tools to blind and deafen a war army. That's the warning from our U.S. military. The Pentagon released details of Beijing's growing space arms arsenal last week in its annual report to Congress on the Chinese military. The People's Liberation Army continues to acquire and develop a range of counter space capabilities and related technologies, including kinetic kill missiles, ground based lasers. I mean, they're doing the report 200 pages of scary stuff. How about this? Beijing has set up more than 100 so called overseas police stations across the globe to monitor, harass, and in some cases repatriate Chinese citizens living in exile using bilateral security arrangements struck with countries in Europe and Africa to gain a widespread presence internationally. You know, they're on the move. Evil, very evil, around the world. China. Well, I talked about this one in my church yesterday. Complaints from some progressive Democrats, the left-leaning loonies, about the much-heralded Respect for Mary Act on the rise They realized that the legislation often labeled in the press, and rightly so, same-sex marriage bill, would not actually require states to recognize same-sex marriages. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer lauded the legislation as a momentous step forward for greater justice for LGBT queer Americans. But complaints from the far left started surfacing as the Senate passed the bill last week. Doesn't go far enough, and we can't rule the people like we want to, said the lefties. Uh, great, Charlie Brown. I don't get it. Don't totally understand it. I don't think I'm alone. Analysts and investors are not struggling to call a bottom in crypto stocks in wake of a brutal month that ended with the head of BlackRock Incorporated saying most digital asset firms are not going to survive. Period. Well, Who would want to be involved in something like that? I mean, 25% loss in the last 30 days and. Overall, uh, wiped out about $52 billion in people's money. What in the world is going on? Yeah, I maybe you do. I don't get it. Well, while the war in Ukraine is grinding on, Western countries been debating on how to curb Russia's oil revenue without causing any massive disruptions to energy markets, in which Russia is a big player. They think they've landed on an innovative solution. Starting today, a group of major democracies in Australia will apply a price cap of $60 a barrel on Russian oil. How does it work to accomplish the goal? It keeps Russia oil flowing to countries that still buy it, India, China, Turkey, which helps stabilize energy markets that have been on a roller coaster ride this year, and Russia is forced to sell its oil for cheaper than it wants to, which could dent Putin's ability to fund the war in Ukraine. That's the plan. Russia said it would not accept the price cap and pledged to cut oil exports to these countries that comply. Russia's also been assembling a shadow fleet of more than 100 ships to help move its oil without relying on Western maritime companies. What are they going to do? The G7 team is telling Western companies that they can't insure, finance, or ship Russian oil that's more than $60 a barrel. There you go. And I was reading this somewhere over the weekend. over the first day in office, Biden shuts down the pipeline. We have enough oil for the next 500 years, and I mean, it's everywhere. Got it more than anywhere in the world. Uh, where's my... Yeah. Now, if I were to ask you, what is the true religion in America? What would you say? I'll tell you right after this. So would you agree with this statement? Joy is the gigantic secret of the Christian. What makes you joyful? Many people believe that the things they own have the power to bring true joy into their lives, but the Bible clearly teaches that that's not what joy is. Happiness refers to our overall sense of satisfaction with life at any given time. It's completely dependent upon our circumstances, sure it is, and can change minute to minute depending on what's happening in your life. Joy, on the other hand, is the capacity to operate from a position of strength in this old world, despite our circumstances. True joy, then, is internal and lasting. Therefore, we can rejoice even during the trials that come our way, and the source of our joy is eternal and unchanging. Amen? Anything that the world gives you, the world can also take away. Would you agree with that? Well, hey, do not look, then, to worldly things to bring joy into your life. Ain't going to happen. God alone can touch you with an unending source of heavenly joy. So I guess they're going for the true religion. That's what it's called. Why? There's only one true religion in America. The TV mogul is going all out for sports. That's the true religion here, I guess. As streaming has rocked the television industry, one media mogul going against the grain, against the trend, by spending big, big, big money on live broadcast rights. In a recently released interview, the key advice came from the boss man himself, founder Rupert Murdoch. The gist, put it all, go all in for sports. Yep, could be right. That's the true religion in America. I've been reading several books, Jeff Kinley, Crone, several others on the end times, and that's part of Satan's plan. Get us really involved, entertained, sports galore. That's coming sign. Jesus is just around the corner. Are you ready? Are you saved today? I pray so. Tens of thousands of people in North Carolina lost power this weekend due to an intentional attack on the grid. Yeah, Two electrical substations were damaged by gunfire, causing 95% of Duke Energy customers in Moore County to be left without any power at all. County officials declared a curfew overnight on Sunday, telling residents to avoid going out in the below-freezing, extremely dark streets of North Carolina. Folks, down in Georgia, you've had to endure more weeks of political ads than all the rest of us. That's going to end tomorrow when a runoff election is held between Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and Republican Herschel Walker. If Warnock holds, he'll give the Democrats 51 seats in the Senate. Today, the U.S. Supreme Court going to hear a case about a Colorado web designer who refused to provide services to a same-sex couple on religious grounds. Then on Wednesday, the court will hear a pivotal case concerning the power state lawmakers have in elections. Elsewhere, more than 1,000 members of the New York Times Union are threatening to walk out this Thursday. The 81st anniversary of Pearl Harbor. The attack on Pearl Harbor coming up on Wednesday. Trevor Noah will end his seven-year run as host of The Daily Show coming up this Thursday. I don't know. Is that that noise getting a little louder there? And a former President Donald Trump criticized by both Republicans and Democrats for urging for the termination of certain parts of the Constitution. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens once again passed up to be elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Don't get that at all. Georgia, you sports fans, Michigan, TCU, Ohio State were selected to compete in the national title for the college football playoff. Wow. Did you watch any of it? Not me, not a second. Uh, the U.S. eliminated from the World Cup. The Netherlands took advantage of their goal-scoring opportunities. The U.S., they say, did not, which resulted in the Dutch booting the young Americans Saturday morning from the World Cup 3-1. to one. In other knockout rounds, Argentina got past Australia. France defeated Poland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here you go. A very happy birthday to Jonathan. Jonathan, the world's oldest living giant tortoise. Thought to have been born, what, in 1832? Are you kidding me? Turned 190 over the weekend, though Jonathan has lost his sense of sight and taste. And don't be surprised to see him. Running for president (laughs) is... No, forgive me there. Thoughts from here, there, and everywhere. Some history, never taught. The first 23 black congressmen were all Republicans. The book, it's it's the Bible. This book will change your life forever. But you have to read it. Now this one's always good. I've read the final chapter. God Wins. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this important message. So, are you rich, famous, well-known, popular? You need to be all those things in Christ. Yeah, rich in Him, famous in Him. He has His eyes on you. I mean, if He has His eyes on a sparrow, you know He's watching you today. Aren't you glad that you're saved and you're not in all of this mess of so many things we talk about here on... Hello, world. Uh, you're not sure? Uh, you're not sure you're saved? Well, that's important. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Greg Pat Ministries encouraging you today, my friend, to realize that you are a sinner in need of Christ, that you need to ask God to forgive you of your sins, and you need to invite Christ into your life to rule and reign to the end of your days here on earth, and then we enjoy Him in heaven someday. If you haven't done that, the question might be, why not? What's preventing you from doing that? Matthew 7 said, it's a wide path that leadeth to destruction and a narrow way to heaven. You need to get on that narrow path starting today, accepting Jesus Christ as Savior. It's a wonderful way to live and die, really is. God in charge of your life, you can't do it very well, but He can do it perfectly with a plan designed just for you. Get saved today and be a part of the rich, famous, and well-known in the eyes of God. Are you an emotional person? I really am. I can seldom get through a message once or twice during that message of crying someplace. I've thought about this so many times. Yesterday, no exception, thinking about some recent losses. I got there at the end of the service talking about a couple of things my son, Benjamin, Lost him in July last year, uh, this time, this date. Uh, he was painting Christmas trees uh, for women in the church as a, as a Christmas gift. Ah, really odd to me. Our emotions exert a, well, a really powerful influence over our lives, do they not? We hear about people being ruled by their emotions, caught up in their emotions, and even, well, I guess they say, lost in our emotions. Sometimes our emotional drives can be healthy, such as a new husband's loving desire to care for and protect his wife. Other times, however, our emotions take a a really negative turn, and they work against our lives of faith and usefulness in the kingdom of Almighty God. When we talk about emotions, we've got to realize that we do have a choice in life. Either our emotions will be in control of us, or we're going to be in control of them. When we allow ourselves to be governed by our emotions, the results will be painful and sometimes devastating to our lives. Negative emotions place us in bondage, bondage to anger, bondage to fear, bondage to resentment, hostility, lust, of course. How about jealousy, uncertainty, unforgiveness? That's that's just a few when we talk about emotions. The heartbreaking fact is that most people are never even aware that they've been enslaved by this feeling or feelings in their life. The truth is, if emotions were visible, you would see people walking around with a tremendous amount of baggage being strapped to their backs. This baggage weighs heavily on their hearts, leaving them frustrated, stealing joy, peace, contentment from their lives. No Christian wants that. Not realizing the damage that is being done here, many people continue to go about their daily life with this emotional baggage firmly attached to their backs. And well, over time, these destructive feelings can become rooted in their personalities. If, for example, you lovingly stepped in and tried to relieve some of their load, they may feel as though a part of themselves were just missing. You stole something from them. If they've lived with unforgiveness or anger or be bitterness for a long period of time, they may simply not know how to live without these things in their life. Therefore, they continue on in their lives of bondage. Obviously, this is not the life that God wants for us. He created us to exist for joy and contentment, even in the midst of all kinds of trouble, adversity, trial. Bondage of any kind is contrary to his perfect will for your life. I think it says in John 8.36, proclaiming, if the son makes you free, son, S-O-N, if the son makes you free, you're going to be free indeed. Likewise, the apostle Paul instructs, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. So God doesn't want it for your life. That's Galatians 5, one, by the way. Our emotions are a beautiful gift from the Lord Jesus Christ. However, because we live in a sinful world, that gift can be misused and abused as we interact with others. It is my prayer that you begin to see the beauty of your God-given emotions as you learn to set down that unhealthy baggage of negative feelings in your life. Let me say this. Unfortunately, emotions are often seen in a negative light. Sure they are. This is certainly not surprising, considering the pain and the anguish brought on by feelings that you have, doubt that you fear, lust and jealousy, hostility. When we allow our emotions to really take control, you're in big trouble, my friend. However, God did not intend for us to be governed by this. He gave them to us to enrich our lives, and while negative emotions tear you down, Positive ones work to energize your life, give your strength, enable you to do whatever God has called you to do in this old world. When thinking about the amazing impact of positive emotions, I'm almost drawn to the life-changing feeling of godly confidence, which empowers us to face life with a rock-solid faith in Almighty God. He is in control, is He not? Confidence is a bold belief that drives out fear, drives out doubt and anxiety. And once that worry has been removed from your life, what's left? An unshakable sense of assurance. That's what's left. Is this the quality that enables us to weather the storms? Absolutely. Bring it on. Tornadoes, hurricanes, of life's troubles. Because we know our firm foundation of Jesus Christ cannot and will not ever be shaken. The Apostle Paul is a wonderful example of someone who forged through life with an unwavering faith in God's ability to overcome any trouble, any obstacle in my way. God can take care of that. This was a man who underwent many, many trying times, did he not? He regularly faced imprisonment, persecution, endless travels, public debates, personal insults. Oh, it all came Paul's way. However, throughout it all, paul held tightly to a lesson learned through faith and experience what was that he explains it there in philippians 4 11 and 12 he said i have learned to be content have you learned that i have learned to be content in whatever circumstances i in i know how to get along with humble means and i also know how to live in prosperity in any and every circumstance what any and every circumstance, I've learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. He continues in verse 13 with the cornerstone of this confidence, and I'm sure you've memorized this or you have applied this verse, said it many times, I can do all things through him, that's Jesus Christ, who strengthens me. Wow, what a bold statement. How is it that Paul, who, by the way, wrote the letter to the Philippians from a Roman prison cell in the worst of conditions, how did he have the audacity to claim to have the ability to do all things? I mean, not whatever his little heart desires, I'm going to do this and do that. No, that's not really what he's saying, is it? He doesn't say that he has the ability to do absolute anything he wants to do in life. That's not what it says. And also, he does not say that God has given him full authority to decide what should and should not be done. Oh no, no. Paul never separates what he can do from his relationship with God. Instead, he means, I can do, and God will enable me to do. I can work, and God will enable me to work. I can speak, and God will enable me to speak. Whatever God led Paul to do, he knew that God would also empower him to do it. So Paul would never say, I can handle whatever comes up. Nope, didn't say that. Instead, he says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And God intends for every one of his children, you, to approach life with this same confidence. Aren't you glad you're saved today? Aren't you glad that God is in control? Aren't you glad that God can do all things and you can do it through Jesus Christ? Just make sure. You give him all the honor and all the glory. So with the coming of winter, the preacher bought a snowblower at a yard sale. Runs great. Next day, the preacher bought it back. Runs great. I tried to start it in the garage. Oh, it runs just fine, the seller said, but in order to make it start up first, you got to cuss up a storm. Well, I can't do that, the pastor said indignantly. I haven't used that language since I've been saved. Don't worry about it, the seller said. You just keep pulling on that starter cord. <laughs> It'll all. Come back to you in due time. (laughs) That's awful. (laughs) Had to say for another day. And with that, I think we better get out of here. You've been listening to Hello World, news information and comment coming your way every day at this time, Monday through Friday. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for telling others. And, and join us on Facebook, Greg, Jerry G, Patton, P A T T E N. and love to have you as my friend. And that's the way it is, Monday, December 5th, 2022. God bless. Enjoy the remainder of your day.